Welcome to Barbecue Radio Network, America's premier barbecue radio show. Join your hosts, David Caius and Andy Groneman, as they sink their teeth into the finest grilling, smoking, and barbecue from coast to coast with the industry's leading pitmasters. Stay tuned for great tips, techniques, and products that will enhance your backyard experience by being a part of the Barbecue Radio Network. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to Barbecue Radio Network. I'm your host, Dave Caius, along with executive producer T-Bone and my co-host, world champion in the pork at the American Royal Invitation and the second smartest person to ever sit in that chair across from me. Wow. <laughs> Are you saying Todd is smarter than me? How much did he pay you for that? Todd Johns had some uh, cheesy potatoes left over. And he said, oh, <laughs> see, there we go. He can be bribed. It's Pitmaster of Smoke on Wheels, Andy Groderman. This week, uh, returning guest, Craig Sherry, owner of Texas Pepper Jelly, Gourmet Pepper Jellies. You're wondering what those are? Well, you will find out. Uh, you can check out his website, which is texaspepperjelly.com, home of the original rib candy. We'll be talking to him about rubs and glazes. He's got some great products, plus something that's even Andy doesn't know about who's the second blended honey blend, blended honey rub yeah I want to know what the blended part of the honey is yeah is it clover and wildflower is it T-Bone you know, this is the first time like, Andy doesn't know something since we've started you're gonna have to send Craig a t-shirt he has stopped <laughs> yeah Andy. I, I I've just I'm I'm not sure what makes it blended what is he blending it with well, we'll that's what we want to we know find out again it's Texas pepperjelly.com you can also get his products at all things barbecue which is atbbq.com uh, coming up tuesday of course is valentine's day so we're going to hit andy up for some romantic valentine's dinner ideas yes and the heart-shaped cat food that you're gonna get that doesn't count dave <laughs> <laughs> that, that was mean but correct <laughs> Your cats are not going to know it's Valentine's Day. So my cats have missed me lately because I have been hitting the road, uh, not like Andy. Andy's a road warrior, but I've been on the road a bunch. Uh, last weekend, I was in Hillsboro, Illinois, Hillsboro, at the Grand Theater of Hillsboro. Yeah, you were at the Orpheum or something, right? They, yep. And, yes. And they have a little, sec- they got a second theater or third theater. It's called the Grand Theater, which is all part of it in Hillsboro. By the way, they have a prison there that they forgot to tell me until I was leaving. Did you play the prison? I <laughs> uh, no, no, but um I I am No, going... but he got the the door they sent him out of. <laughs> I I would love to see you do your walk act right in, in prison. <laughs> walk right in here, Dave. Go out this door. <laughs> I will say somebody tried to shank me with a T-bone. But anyway, Boom. so uh what well, a shout out to the owners Jeff and Carrie and the staff there. Sold out show was a lot of fun. And also for our Kansas listeners, I'm going to be doing a Valentine's Day show, speaking of Valentines, in Inman, Kansas at the 3 Six five complex. They've got a dinner and show, and that again Valentine's night in Kansas is like between McPherson and Hutchison. Even Andy doesn't know where it is. That's right, but you know what? I think maybe that's what people should do for Valentine's Day. Yes, wherever you are in the country, just come to Inman. Come Kansas. to Inman, Kansas. Get a hotel in McPherson, and it'll be the best Valentine's ever. For tickets, go to three six five complex dot com, three six five complex dot com. But the reason I've been talking about all these road stuff is about a month or so ago i was in oskaloosa iowa yes oh sure you can say that yeah i'm just bragging now (laughs) and so it was one of those corporate events where it was a company big party and 
you know, it was catered. And I, of course, always uh, worm my way into getting a free dinner when I do these events. So I'm setting up my equipment and everything. And all of a sudden I go, I smell barbecue. So I realized the caterers was bringing barbecue. And this wasn't like somebody who caters everything and they just did barbecue. No, this was a barbecue restaurant in, hang on, let me, let me tell you the city, Fairfield, Iowa. All right. And so I get up there and I'm looking at it and they've got like brisket and pulled pork and well, I'm, so you're building up. Who is it? Oh, well, Tell us. Uh, we'll get there. So I, first of all, I piled my plate on with the brisket, but then they had something that a lot of barbecue places don't do, which I wish more would do. They also had mashed potatoes and gravy as a side. Interesting. And you don't see that much at barbecue, do no. you? And I love mashed potatoes and gravy on, you can put it on ice cream. I don't care. I will eat mashed potatoes and gravy. So I got the brisket. I got that. I got the mac and cheese. And I made sure not to let anything green touch my plate, okay? As you do. As you do. Well, I think I got a small salad to keep my cardiologist off my rear end. But anyway, this this brisket was so, so good. So I asked the guy, I said, do you have a restaurant or whatever? And he goes, yes. And this is just a reminder. You know, we talk about, we've got all the big cities. We, we, we cover Kansas City and Texas barbecue and, and Memphis and Carolinas. But when you're just traveling around the country and you find some small town barbecue, go to it. Check it out. Because lots of times you will find outstanding barbecue. And this was. Uh, the owner's name's Tony. He's got Sweet and Saucy Barbecue and Catering at 117 uh, North Court in Fairfield, Iowa. Their website, by the way, is Sweet in as the letter N saucy barbecue.com that's sweet in saucy barbecue.com so it's kind of like you Dave sweet and saucy that's exactly what I am wow and and you need and I I need to be showered down afterwards but anyway (laughs) shout out to Tony and them time now I got the weirdest looks from those two. It's time now for our Ask Andy segment sponsored by our January, I'm sorry, February sauce of the month. Smoke on wheels, bootleg bourbon infused barbecue sauce, gluten free, MSG free, and you can get it at all things barbecue. That's ATBBQ.com. Sorry, T-Bone, I didn't leave you with much time, but what do you got? I got a question from Cindy Jeffroy Parnell in Lake Havasu. Oh, wonderful. We, we love our Lake Havasu. I love the taste of the regular grill, crispy, charred barbecue flavor, but I also like the smoky flavor that comes from the smoker for the ribs. Is there a recommendation how to get both, or am I asking for the impossible? (laughs) No, you can get both. You can have your cake and eat it too, which, not a bad thing. Uh, That's a perfect thing. Especially with ribs, since you mentioned ribs, we can go there, but... So if you've got your ribs and you've cooked them and braised them and foiled them or wrapped them in butcher paper or however you're doing that finish, if you want that crispy charred taste also, in addition to that nice smoky bite, you can take those and finish them on the grill. You can give them a toss on a 350, 400 degree grill and just let that moisture that's on the surface evaporate and start to tack up and crust up that surface and you will get that kind of nice grilled flavor off of them i have a question so when something like that do you want the do you want to maybe lower the 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 grate so that it's closer to the fire it depends if you have a lot of sugar in the rub then you want to let it 
stay a little bit further away and, really and just, get a slower yeah. build to the crust. Because if you get too close to the heat with sugar in your rub, right, it can, that sugar will burn and scorch. And then the food will get bitter. Yeah. Same reason why we wouldn't want to brush it with sauce and put it right back over the fire because the sugar in the sauce okay. can scorch. So if you've ever had like a bitter aftertaste on something that you were brushing sauce on, it happens with chicken a lot. A lot of people go back to the grill oh. with their chicken and brush sauce on it while it's still over the hot coals. Yep. It can get bitter if you leave it too long. So if you have, let's say you're doing cooking with coals and you got the coals in the center, you probably, if you once you've done it, put it on the outside. You got it, a, right around the edge. Or yeah. if you've got a one side that's got coals and one side that doesn't, you'll put them okay. on the side that doesn't. Well, Stephen Reichlin, who we're going to have back on the show, he's big on his show about, you know, put the coals here and then have the... the yeah, you, know. you need a direct area and an indirect yeah. area. Absolutely. See, that's always my big thing with steaks is I never sear them enough because I'm always afraid of getting them too blackened. That's, yes. That's always my big fear. But anyway, well, thanks again. It was Did you say Sydney there, T-Bone? Cindy. Cindy. Cindy, thank you for so much for your question from Lake Havasu. Uh, beautiful, beautiful area of the country, by the way. It is. Oh, man. I think we should hand deliver a T-shirt. <laughs> T-Bone, you've got that in the budget, right? We I haven't been to Lake Havasu. Out. We can't even do snail mail to get it there. But they, they, they gave us six weeks' notice. <laughs> Thanks again for the question. Now, coming up next segment, returning guest Craig Sherry. He's the owner of Texas Pepper Jelly and Gourmet Pepper. They're, they're Gourmet Pepper Jellies, and we've had him on once before. You can check out his website before we talk to him. TexasPepperJelly.com and he's the home of the original rib candy. That is coming up next. Craig Sherry right here on Barbecue Radio Network. Love is in the air. Except this love smells like another one of your award-winning steaks that you're grilling on your new Holstein grill. At Holstein Manufacturing, we know that love comes in all shapes and sizes. And that's why we have all kinds of different grills and cookers to choose from. Get ready to fall in love. Go to our website at HolsteinMFG.com. We build a grill. Holstein Manufacturing. Holstein Manufacturing. We build to grill. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Network. Dave Kaius along with Pitmaster of Smoke on Wheels, Andy Groneman, with returning guest Craig Sherry. Used to be in Houston, Texas. Now he's in the very cold Lubbock, Texas. And he's owner of Texas Pepper Jelly. It's gourmet pepper jellies. You can check out his website, which is texaspepperjelly.com, home of the original rib candy. Craig Sherry, welcome back to the show. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, guys. Thanks for having me. I heard you're suffering through winter in Texas. <laughs> I am, but it's a nice change of pace. Um, <laughs> didn't realize Texas got this cold that often. <laughs> yeah, I think the last time it got that cold, everything broke. Yeah, it did. <laughs> exactly. It did. I remember exactly. that. broke Texas with our winter. <laughs> so, so, Craig, again, your website is texaspepperjelly.com, and you got all kinds of recipes and different things on, uh, on there. And so we kind of thought we'd just start things off um you've got some rubs and glazes but more importantly how do you use these rubs and glazes to be a better backyard barbecuer uh start with whatever product you want to start with and just go from there 
Well, my glazes have always been my, my shining spot. I only got into rubs a couple of years ago, but the glazes are a wonderful product because they're so versatile. They can be used on any type of food. You can glaze. Uh, people think about glazing barbecue with them, and that's that was kind of the original intent. But let's just be honest. You can glaze anything from vegetables to uh, desserts, uh, toppings, just whatever you want to put it on. It's just Yeah, great. believe it or not, as a cheesecake topping, it's insane. Oh, nice. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. like it, it, it just does great. But now, 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 let me interrupt. What are, what's some of the flavors of glazes we're talking about, Craig? Well, you, the sky, I would say the sky's the limit, but I do have a limit. I, I have <laughs> a lot of, the most popular is our apple cherry glaze. Ooh. We have an apple glaze. We have an apple cinnamon. Ooh. It's one of the few we have with no with no peppers in it because not everybody likes the, the mixture of sweet and heat. Well, we're not all and, from Texas. <laughs> no, no, exactly. But the we cherry have with a, the cherry hobs are all cherry's always my favorite. Mm, I like that oh, apple, apple cherry. Apple cherry yeah. is wonderful. But so is the black cherry grape. We have a oh. pomegranate cranberry. We have a peachy peach. So there's just lots of options. My favorite was actually one of the old school Texas tropical. Yes, now that was uh, on a jelly that we had. Yeah, uh, I like to take that and adjust that into a glaze because that was probably my favorite jelly that you had. And I appreciate hearing that, but we had to discontinue. I know that's why I said <laughs> I know, the OG it because it, it no longer exists. <laughs> but I'm trying to get you to bring her back. <laughs> is, that, is that where we're going? Uh, you know, we if you haven't tried lately, we did add a few new flavors. We have a pineapple orange oh, jelly. We have a mango jelly. Uh, we have a white grape uh, jelly, and we also brought back the seasonal favorite that we had done away with. So don't give up hope. We we do bring things back. Um, we brought back the cranberry this past year. If they and can bring back the McRib, you can bring that back. <laughs> you know, that's kind of some logic to that, you know. Um, they've done really well with it, and why argue with success? But if yeah, works, the, you take any of those, and originally, before the rib glazes were really popping, you'd start with that pepper jelly, and you'd have to thin that with some apple juice or something Correct. to try and get it Correct. down to your own. But, you know, my favorite, like I said, is that apple cherry. And it's so versatile. You can use it on everything. We put it on cheesecakes. We eat ribs. Like the rib candy is just perfect. Oh, that sounds so good. So, so, so Craig, if you don't mind, let's back up for the backyard person. And they've got one of your glazes. Just pick one of your glazes. And they're getting ready to do a dinner Talk us through from the beginning. What's the best way to use your glaze for, for, for a dessert you know, or dinner or vegetables? But talk us from the beginning. There is no beginning. That's that's simplicity at its best. What we've done is created a product that was intended to be used for glaze, like Andy said, on ribs. However, you can put it on before you cook as a marinade. You can put it on after you cook as a glaze. You can cook it in the middle. Mm. Uh, we went to a plastic bottle and put a uh, shaker cap on the top of it. So all you have to do now, instead of just trying to pour it and, and portion control it, all you have to do is flip the top and kind of squeeze and shake the bottle at the same time so you don't over-pour, and you can splash it on anything. Guys, I've learned the hard way, and, and I thought I knew every way to use this stuff. <laughs> splash it on a cop salad. Oh, wow. Uh, make a chef salad or something and splash it on there. If you don't go real heavy with it, it gives you just a nice little... Uh, tangy sweet and heat combo that that works really well 
So when I literally say there's no correct way to use it, there's not because some people like it as finished product. Some people like it as a cooking product. And I hadn't thought about using it as a marinade. Does that work pretty well as a marinade? It does. Um, I I like it on meats that absorb marinades better. A piece of beef to me doesn't absorb marinade like, say, a chicken. Yeah, I was um, thinking like a, a hunk of salmon, like a salmon fillet or something. Salmon is it is excellent on salmon. Uh, the mango is probably the number one on salmon. It just blends and, and melds in really well. How much do you put on it before? So you're talking about putting this on before you've even touched, started cooking with it, right? Well, on on a salmon, I would just kind of splash some on it and just rub it lightly with my fingers. I would not soak it because salmon's going to soak it up anyway. Mm. Uh, just put a nice little coating on it and throw it in a Ziploc three or four hours before you're ready to cook it. You'd be amazed at what it does. And then typically, I so you can do that, and then I'd just throw a little bit of like a fin and feather, a rub that's got some citrus in it, yes. just to make yes. that pop a little bit. And then, but you get that mango and that richness. And as it cooks, you're not you're not hammering the salmon anyway, right? You're cooking that at like two seventy five, right? So right. you're actually gonna get it's gonna form a nice tight little glaze on the surface of the salmon as it cooks too. So it gives it, yes, that sugar will give it a little crispness. Yeah, it's great. It really is. And, you know, I, I go back to the salad. If you don't want to use it straight, run it through a blender with some of your favorite salad stuff that you'd put in there and kind of emulsify it. Hmm. And then you can literally do anything you want to with it. You could take that back and brush that emulsification on as, as a glaze. It wouldn't be as heavy. But you also wouldn't overpower it. Yeah, that's you could take some of if you were going to use like an olive oil or a grapeseed oil as a as a starting right. point. Yeah, you could right. throw that in and almost make a light dressing out of it. Let, let me absolutely. Let me ask you another question with these glazes. Let's say you've prepared the meal, but you didn't put it on it. Can it, can you use it like kind of like a little dipping sauce where you kind of just dip it in there as you're eating it? You know, I got a whole new customer base when I suggested dipping McNuggets into the sauce. <laughs> kids, every, kids everywhere were like, Mom, Dad, give me some of that stuff so I can dip my nuggets in there. <laughs> uh, it's, it's great. Uh, Chinese food, excellent. Oh, yeah. Egg rolls. Egg rolls go great with yeah. any of them. Yeah, if you want to yeah. swap out your sweet and sour for that. There you go. That, that just, it's, that's, it's, such a, it, it's just a, such a versatile products that you have. You know, and it's it's great. Uh, you said cheesecake. Don't forget, it's good on ice cream as well. <laughs> Everything is good with ice cream. So I, I mentioned earlier, mashed potatoes and gravy can go with ice cream, but that's just me. So <laughs> then, and then you jump from there, and we we came out with our rubs back in the middle of the pandemic, and and they're basic barbecue rubs. We have a beef and. A, a chicken and uh, an all-purpose. Craig, I'm going to jump and in here. We'll, t- we'll talk about some of those rubs in this next segment. We're talking with Craig Sherry. He's owner of Texas Pepper Jelly. you got to check out his products. He's got gourmet pepper jellies at texaspepperjelly.com. And we'll be back with Craig Sherry on our next segment right here on Barbecue Radio Network. Barbecue Radio Network is heard on radio stations from Hawaii to Florida. If you have a business centered around barbecue or the backyard lifestyle, please consider advertising with us. Contact us through our Facebook page or website at bbqradionetwork.com.
Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Network. I'm Dave Caius, along with our producer, T-Bone, and co-host, award-winning pitmaster, Annie Groneman. And this segment is brought to you by Holstein Manufacturing. Check them out at HolsteinMFG.com. They've got NSF-listed grills and cookers, gas barbecue grills. Corn roasters. And corn roasters. Corn roasters, believe it or not. The first model was their 720-40 charcoal grill and hog roaster to promote pork and have an easy, usable, mobile event catering grill. And again, check them out. Holstein Manufacturing. That's HolsteinMFG.com. Today, we are talking with our good buddy, Craig Sherry, who is now in Lubbock, Texas. He's owner of Texas Pepper Jelly, Gourmet Pepper Jellies. you got to check out the website, TexasPepperJelly.com. That's TexasPepperJelly.com, home of the original rib candy. And Andy, this is kind of fun because I always tease Andy that he's the smartest person in barbecue. And really, I think he might be. But when we found it's out- a that lie, we, but that's fine. <laughs> but when we found out, Craig, that you have a blended honey rub, even Andy did that dog to the speaker where he turned his head and went- so yes. tell us about your new blended honey rub. Well, well it's not new though. Well, That's why new? I feel bad. It's not well, it's newer. Okay. <laughs> it's newer. It's been out a few months. Uh what I will say about it is, and I'm gonna shamelessly plug your sponsor here for a second because I, I just can't resist. When you do purchase your new corn roaster from Holstein Manufacturing, be sure to order you some honey rub because honey rub on roasted corn is oh, just absolutely wonderful. That sounds good. And now, Holstein, how's that? And, how's that for a segue? And, Hol- and Holstein says thank you. Uh-huh. You're, you're welcome. No, the blended honey come out to a huge success. It's, it's, as far as my rubs go, it's probably my second, uh, if not first, successful. What I call really successful right out of the gate. It's a savory blend of spices with the sweetness of honey, and we decided to call it blended honey. And it it rivals anything out there. I'll, I'll stake my reputation. I'll, I'll stake Andy's reputation <laughs> on this. This well, stuff is just good. Well, um, and that's I'm I've got to try it. When he said that, I was like blended honey rub. I didn't know that was out. But you know, I've I've been traveling. I haven't been keeping my ear to the ground on on the cool new stuff. So when you say blended honey, are you blending like? Is that just because of the rub mix in general, or are you it's doing just, like a wildflower clover thing, or what's no, the... No, no, no. It's, it's just because of the blend of the spices. Got it. You know, the further we get into this and the longer we do this, Andy, I'm sure you've seen this. Coming up with a name can become impossible sometimes. You, you don't want to duplicate what's out there by any means or step on anybody's toes. And with all the different honey rubs out there, it, it becomes harder and harder to know what to call it. And um, I like the fact that, and what I keyed on is you said that it's got a savory base, which is a little different than a lot of them out there. Right. And and to me, that gives you a lot of of places where that's going to play nice, too. But I, I hope so. On a corn roaster, yeah, that sounds really <laughs> good. So, but you're right. It's hard to come up with a name. You know, you, we need to find the people that come up with car paint names. <laughs> yes. Because Absolutely. like Absolutely. Dusty Rose has been around as long as GM's been producing, you know, <laughs> old 50s cars. But my, you know, the last time I saw that color, it was called Antelope Fire Mist Beige. Oh, my gosh. So wow. it's like, I, yeah, coming up with names for things is really hard. Well. 
And, and it's, it, there's another factor, too. We have to consider social media when we come up with these names because we have to use what's trending for our websites for keywords and things like that so that people are searching will even stumble across it. That's, yeah, that's and, a great point. And, and that, that becomes more difficult with time, you know. Uh, it, the good ones tend to go first, and then it's a matter of being creative. And I'm sorry, I've never been one for the kitschy names. Uh, you know, I'm not going to call it, well, I won't, I don't want to step on anybody's toes, but I think, you know what I'm talking <laughs> yep. about with, with the, with the kitschy, um, yes. cow, I, I, sorry to Benny Rocha right now, this product <laughs> is called cow whisperer. I just, well, you know, those names are hard to come up with. Well, one of the names, which I don't know why this person came up with it was smoke on wheels. That's got to be one of the silliest <laughs> names I've ever well, heard. You know, especially <laughs> when it when it comes to food. I don't know that guy, but I have agonized <laughs> at nights and, and prayed for him. Because <laughs> what what does wheels have to do with barbecue? I, well, nobody you know? knows. Yeah, I know. It's tough. Um, and But, you know, the product names... It, very, very creative product names. Barbecue marinade. Pork <laughs> Absolutely. marinade. Now, you know, he, he goes from one end of the spectrum to the other. So so let me ask you about your, your blended honey rub. What yes. what does it work best on? What, what do you, How do you suggest to use it for the backyard person? Well, backyard person may not have a corn roasting machine, but they probably, <laughs> have, they probably have a Yoder or something mm-hmm. similar. So, uh, you know, literally anything. I've, I've tried it on lamb. I've tried it on chicken. I, it's a favorite of mine on ribs. Uh, that was my kind of intention. When I phased my rib rub out, I, I wanted something to fill the gap. And so I tend to, to lean toward pork products. Uh, but I have yet to find anything that is not good on. Yeah, I was thinking like a patio steak, like a, a pork, you know, blade steak. Exactly. That'd be perfect. But now you mentioned your rib rub is was going away. You've got some new rubs coming out. I do. I do. I have a, a new rib uh, rib rub coming out. I'm not sure exactly 100% if it's going to be called rib rub, but you'll get the idea. <laughs> uh, the, some of the ingredients I had in my original rib rub just, just become too costly during the pandemic. Oh, wow. And I couldn't pass those on. So it it was easier to phase it out while it was still new. And uh, work on bringing something out that is is more readily available that I could that I could sell. So we've taken our time, uh, and then along with that, I've wanted a pecan rub for for years, and uh, we're coming out with a pecan rub. And if nobody steals my name between now and then, I'll go ahead and drop it here. Be looking for Southern Pecan. That's uh, a perfect name. It, it really is. Uh, there are several good pecan rubs on the market, and they're they're very much a sweet pecan rub. Matter of fact, there may even be one. I, I don't know if Mr. Riles is called sweet pecan or not. He has a great pecan rub. Uh, but I wanted something more savory, that more of the pecan flavor and less of the sugar. So that's what we uh, were striving to do with it. We also put it a little less on the salty side. Uh, we achieve that. I'll be quite honest. We achieve that by just doing away with the regular salt and using sea salt. It, it made a, a big difference as far as being in your face mm-hmm. and, and added to that flavor. So, uh, we're hoping we're hoping that the public likes it. Yeah. And, and for, for the people listening, 
table salt definitely has a more pungent flavor than a sea salt. Uh, Absolutely. And so swapping those two out, you do get a much mellower flavor from it. And I imagine your grain was a little larger on the sea salt. Or did it, you go yes. fine? No, we didn't go super fine. Uh, this has some texture to it. I, I don't think it's too much, but you know, it has. Some, it's not like some of the powder stuff you see or near powder that I call it. Yeah, and that uh, makes a difference too. Let me, let me ask you a question. When you're using something like sea salt, do you use less than you would the other salt because of that? It's more flavorful and so forth? It depends on the individual. I actually, it, when I'm using it just straight out of a jar or something, I tend to want to use a little bit more just because I've been steeped in the, the, the what was the word you use, any pungent? Yes. The, the pungent taste of uh, iodized salt. So I feel like sometimes I need more and I've had to retrain myself to back off. It doesn't, it doesn't take as much and it allows the other flavors to shine. Oh, that's nice. That is so nice. We've been talking with Craig Sherry. He is down in Lubbock, Texas with Willie Whalen and the boys. One of the original, by the way, I should mention. Uh, Craig Sherry is the owner of Texas Pepper Jelly. You want to check these products out. I mean, these are fantastic rubs and glazes, plus the blended honey rub that we've been talking about. He's got the gourmet pepper jellies, and his website is texaspepperjelly.com. Check that out, texaspepperjelly.com, home of the original rib candy craig thanks so much for being on the show we're going to be talking to andy next segment about valentine's day on barbecue radio network check out barbecue radio network on facebook give us a like dave and andy need the attention let's face it events can get boring attendees get restless didn't anyone think about entertainment now you can be the hero when you book Dave Caius of Barbecue Radio Network. His clean comedy will make you the hero of your event. Interested in something a little more edgy? Dave can perform his adult-rated show at bars and comedy clubs. Just go to davidstandup.com. That's davidstandup.com. Be a hero. Do it today. Welcome back to Andy and Dave here on the award-winning Barbecue Radio Network. And if you're ever in Waynesboro, Tennessee, and I, when I saw this, I just went, Wayne's World, Wayne's World! Party time! Party time! Excellent! <laughs> but if you're ever in Waynesboro, Tennessee, listen to us on Big Country 92.7 FM and 9.30 AM. Their website is BigOldiesRadio.com. They have a third station, which is an oldies, by the way. BigOldiesRadio.com. Thanks so much for being a part of Barbecue Radio Network. As we now turn our attention to my co-host, Andy Gronerman, Chef's Choice Champion at the Jack Daniels World Invitational. Anything that has the word words Jack Daniels at it, he will win. I will just tell you that right now. And it's time. <laughs> wow. There might be some undertone in that. I don't know what you're talking about. I I look at all of those brown liquids equally, Dave. Sure you don't. It's time now for our All Things Barbecue product spotlight. All Things Barbecue has the tools and accessories you need to cook up the kind of barbecue that will have your neighbors hopping over the fence to get a taste. Just just like T-Bone said last week, right, T-Bone, when I wasn't here? What'd I say? I don't know. I, I, 
<laughs> we don't know what you said. I we probably, weren't here. I, oh, that's right. I cut that part out because you that, didn't send it to me. I haven't heard that show yet. Uh, get fired up at their website at atbbq.com. Uh, Andy, what do you have for our product spotlight this week? All right. So we're heading into spring. You're, everybody's itching to do some cooking outside and get things rolling. Mm-hmm. Uh probably going to have a party there's spring break for if you've got kids you know they're getting ready to have all their friends over there's a kind of a cool little uh what i would call accessory you can add to your grilling setup so okay. you don't have we're not talking about changing out cookers or anything but uni makes a topping station that you can take in and out and it's designed for their pizza ovens right so if you're making a pizza you can set all the toppings oh. out let all the kids and everybody make their own pizza everybody make their own pizzas and choose their toppings but you can use it for taco night you can use mm-hmm. it for any mise en place that you're doing Fajitas. so yeah absolutely Fajitas. so if you're cooking your your flank or your skirt and you've got your grilled onions and all of your little jalapeno slices and everything yeah you lay it all out and it lets everybody be interactive and kind of make their own. So it's kind of a cool uh, little tool, but it's made by Uni. And so it's actually called a pizza topping station. But once you've got it, yeah, you can use it for your fajitas, use it for your tacos, use nice. it for your pizzas. Great little tool. So you want to go to the website and look for the Uni uh, pizza topping station. Is that, that is my choice you, for this week. How do you spell it? Uni is O O N I. Okay, I'm glad. Uni. I would have misspelled that. And and so if you go to the ATBBQ site, there's a drop down menu for accessories. And if you just click on that, it's under tools and utensils, pizza tools, and then it's you'll you'll see it in there. Very cool. Well, check that out at All Things Barbecue. Their website, of course, is atbbq.com. So we got Valentine's Day. It's coming up Tuesday. And I got to thinking, you know, first of all, it's a weeknight, which kind of stinks in a way because, you know, you'd prefer to Friday or Saturday night because you can stay out later. And so what if we do something romantic, I, some romantic ideas for a stay-at-home barbecue dinner? Hold up. What do you, when you say we... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be an Inman oh, taking God, care you. of all of the... So he meant we, he and all of his uh, fans I, in Inman. I, I, let me just say this. I almost perform every Valentine's Day, and I've been keeping people together for 30 years, okay? <laughs> well, now yeah. that sounds... Now, we don't know what the divorce rate after your shows are, I, Dave. I was going to say, at least one more night. <laughs> because yeah. of the self-sacrifice I have done, I've stayed single for those 30 years just so I can keep people together on Valentine's Day. I admire you say, your look, commitment. Look at me. <laughs> look at me. And they go... Oh, yes. We're never getting divorced. We're never getting divorced. <laughs> Look how pathetic that looks. <laughs> the grass is not greener on the other side. So let's let's start with I think a pizza or something what what items There's, the, Let's start with that little thing you just talked about, the uni. And so you're you're doing a date night kind of maybe every you know you both kind of pitch in maybe you, you have kids at home too so the kids are going to be there. So let's say you're doing pizza. What are some of the things you would put in the little pizza thing if you want to do pizza? Well, so you got all kinds of options for that, right? You mm-hmm. can, I usually will cook a whole chub of sausage okay, on the smoker as a smoked sausage chub and then just chop that up into small pieces so and that I have sp- sausage to put got on there. It, got it. Instead of using ham or bacon, I'll go get prosciutto mm. or maybe even uh, a really nice uh, copa or something to use as a 
a cured pork element nice. to put on there. Uh, and then you've got all your normal stuff, right? Your pepperonis, and maybe you go a little bit extra on it and find the ones that cup in the heat. Because I love like a great Detroit style, like where the pepperoni cups up okay. instead of staying flat. So right. you get one of those cupping pepperonis to put on there. And then all your veg, you want mushrooms and green peppers and onions and I'm black boring. olives. I love and, the mushrooms. I just love mushrooms on pizza. I don't know why. Been that addicted to that forever. And you can do all kinds of like you could take that theme, you could take a mushroom theme and then go with an umami pizza and like use mushrooms and mm. and and even throw like a little anchovy on there, use a yeah, sauce. I'll pass on that one. <laughs> oh, no, you'd be surprised. It just adds a little bit more of that earthy now, let me ask you this, when, since just since we're on this pizza topic. I happen to like it. I, I hear people disgusted by it. I don't think they've tried it. But the old Canadian bacon and pineapple, I think, is delicious. Well, T-Bone just gave a thumbs up. I mean, if you believe that you can put pineapple on it and still call it pizza, <laughs> that would be... And, and I can't... I'm not going to join that debate. I don't, I don't want to, anybody to crucify me one way or the other. There are times when pineapple is okay, though, but I wouldn't necessarily call that like standard pizza. Well, I'll call it that. And if anybody has a problem with it, just write me at Dave at uh, some barbecue show. I think okay. that's coming from the time Dave and I spent in California. <laughs> it's a very, very big. I mean, that's a top three pizza that, out there. Oh, I love it. I And I haven't had it forever. So I need to find a good place that makes it. Okay. So uh, what are what are some other ideas you, you're thinking about for Valentine's night dinner for, for you and your significant well, so other? You're, I mean, you've got a good idea about doing something together as a couple yeah. right like and and granted i'm a little bit different like my wife and i cook together sure. competitive like so we oh, enjoy competitive. we enjoy cooking in the like we enjoy cooking together so that's right. a good thing for us anyway but it, if it's if if one of the people in the couple maybe isn't as into cooking and they're wanting to learn do pick a new dish Maybe even get on. There's so many virtual learning things now. You can go to MasterClass and some of those uh, websites, and you can get virtual classes on styles of cooking. So maybe if you're both fans of Italian food, you cook, go grill the steak and do that, but then you, your side dish is going to be a bolognese. Okay. And you learn to cook it together and have fun like watching the, the thing and making it together. Um, well, see, if I had a significant other, um, and thank you for not chiming in, you two, but if I had one, and I'm not much of a cook, and let's say she was, I think it would be fun for her to bring me in and, and say, okay, you chop up this, or you do, you know, just to be a part of the process, because I think it would be it'd be more fun than I'm just sitting there like the king waiting for my meal to be served, especially on Valentine's Day, that it would be a, a collective process. And then, you know, and so I get that. So it, my counter position to that would be I like to go really, you know, big and off the wall. So I like to cook and present her with a oh. meal that I have painstakingly okay. prepared. Okay. Like maybe it's lobster thermidor oh. or like, oh, you know, what do you what are you in the mood for? And then take something and build a riff on it and present this amazing meal well, paired on. with the perfect wine and 
Hang on. If you're cooking that kind of thing for Valentine's Day, I'll just cancel my show in Inman and just show up at your house. <laughs> and well, you'll, there be serving, you go. you'll be serving it to, to your wife and me. And both <laughs> your wife will be looking, what is he doing here? Well, no, it's T Bone lot- might say you're my work wife or something. <laughs> I don't know. No, actually, I'm just wondering, Andy. Why isn't this guy taken? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> That's right. We uh, we only have an hour show, so uh, quick. We 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 got thirty seconds. Throw out a Valentine's dessert in thirty seconds. A Valentine's dessert in thirty seconds. Ah, uh, let's do chocolate covered strawberries. There you go. The traditional classic. That's right. Cannot go wrong. And are Are you going to inject them? You could inject them with a little uh, cognac or with a little orange liqueur. Yeah. And then I would take and make the ganache from scratch and use whatever flavors you're using in that right in it. That sounds delicious. Well, we want to again thank Craig Sherry for being on the show. Check out his website, which is texaspepperjelly.com, home of the original rib candy. You can also get his products at allthingsbarbecue at atbbq.com. We want to thank you for joining us this week. And of course, we want to wish everybody a happy Valentine's Day on Tuesday, even us single folks. For T-Bone, Andy and myself, thanks for tuning in and happy barbecuing! Every Barbecue Radio Network show is archived and available through your favorite podcast platform each and every Thursday. Love is in the air. Except this love smells like another one of your award-winning steaks that you're grilling on your new Holstein grill. At Holstein Manufacturing, we know that love comes in all shapes and sizes. And that's why we have all kinds of different grills and cookers to choose from. Get ready to fall in love. Go to our website at HolsteinMFG.com. We build a grill. Holstein Manufacturing. Holstein Manufacturing. We build to grill.